This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be our guest. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Wednesday and happy hump day, everybody. This is Nick, and I'm here with Vicky. We are your Walt Express travel affiliate, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. Vicky, what episode is this? This is episode 331. We're going to be giving you the latest news, rumors, and some history, and I actually have quite a few rumors this week, surprisingly, Nick. But before we get started, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com. For Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney, I know they have a blog up right now. It is about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, so you want to check that out. Another thing I want to talk about, Nick, before we get started is, wow, we've gotten some massive feedback on our Monday's episode about Simon Wilson. Yes, we have. And oh, it's awesome. On. I'm glad other people are just as mad as us. So uh, we need to dig a little deeper into this guy. Like I told the listeners, and like I was saying with you, Vicky, the more I watch his videos, the more I'm kind of confused. Is this legit or is this real? Is he really scamming the system or is this just a hoax? My gut feeling tells me it's a person hiding behind charity. I, and, I, and then, I'm afraid you know, so. But, uh, you know, because I reached out and I said, hey, look, man, uh, what charities do you provide money to or, or, or lend out to? Because I'd like to contribute while we're trying to fish for information. Right. All I got back was I'm starting, like, my next adventure soon. I wrapped that the last closed. one. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, yeah, you saw that. So, I didn't get a list of charities that he uh, contributes to. And so I really feel like he's the charity. That is really making me travel further down this rabbit hole. And I will be doing a little bit more digging, but I've been reading all over the blogs. So... This guy, he posts uh, videos of him sneaking into Disney World and land within the past two months. And he's getting a lot of um, angry mobs dishing it out at him online. So people are saying he should be banned for life. He should be prosecuted. Uh, We've had listeners text in saying it's a felony, right? What he did. They added up all the pounds and everything else. But but it was here in the States. Um, But even with the money here in the States, I I don't know. Is it a felony? I I don't know what the dollar amount is that I'm not in. I don't either, but it's not. What he's doing is not right when the rest of us are paying to get in. Right. So listen to that Monday's episode now. Now, this Friday, you're going to hear us at Starbucks, and I just want to say 
try to listen to beginning to the end. The audio is not that bad, but you will hear, hear a little bit of noise in the background. Uh, I'm Making never frappuccinos exactly. and all the so, things. Yeah. The only other Starbucks I've ever been to, Vicky, was the one in Orlando there at Disney Hollywood Studios. Okay. I, I'm not a Starbucks goer. Right. I had a gift card from a student from last year, used it. Sure. And there you go. But be patient, listeners. Uh, the audio is actually better than I thought it would be. Yeah, uh, it but really is. Go ahead and listen to that. It's uh, Friday's episode with former cast member Chrissy breaking down her 15-day trip to the happiest place on Earth. But today we have some hump day news, and it sounds like Vicky has some rumors as well. Again, as always, this episode uh, is uh, brought to you by WaltExpress.com. Go ahead and check them out for the latest uh, Disney blogs. They have them up right now. As Vicky said, they have uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween up there. I'm going to start us off. I'm talking about an attorney who helped Disney purchase the Walt Disney World Company. You you saw this, right? Actually, he helped uh, Walt buy all the property there at uh, the World. According to the Orlando Sentinel, Thomas DeWolf passed away at the age of 91 on June 27th. He was hired by Walt Disney and his company in the 60s, Vicky, to form five fake corporations. You may have heard of these, right? Yes. Remember the story? Uh, to purchase the land that is now considered Walt Disney World property. This tactic saved the Walt Disney Company a massive amount of money. And not only did it save them money, Vicky, but remember when St. Louis was supposed to have a Disney World here in right. St. Louis? Things really weren't going Walt's way there at the end with Augie Bush. They had some controversy and and. And as much as people want to deny it, it can't be denied. The reason why we did not have a Disneyland in St. Louis is because we had two stubborn individuals. Yes. Believe it or not, Walt was stubborn. If you read a lot of his books, oh, he yeah. was. He wanted his way, and so did and, Augie Bush. And so did Augie Bush, and it was down to a single beer. Yep. It was over beer. You know, Walt did not want his beer served all over the parks. He worked with, uh, so it wasn't too stubborn. He worked with Augie uh, and dedicated a section that was like on a second floor, so you wouldn't even see it. Right. Where they would sell alcohol. Walt wanted around the parks. When it came down to sign that final signature and they had their their dinners there in St. Louis to make it the final deal, Walt decided to pull out. Decided to move his his park somewhere else. But what's crazy is it wasn't too long. It was like within a week, he was in Orlando already looking at all the land. So I think Walt had it in the back of his mind already that he was going to be pushing his his company down there to Orlando. Uh, but this guy, DeWolf, he was instrumental in the creation of the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which we all know. He has drafted the initial legislation that helped establish Reedy Creek. Reedy Creek Improvement District governs over the land that the Walt Disney World Resort sits on. It is his initial draft for the creation of Reedy Creek. Uh, he also created the two municipalities that comprise, comprise of Walt Disney World property, Bay Lake and Bena Vista. From 74 until 2011, DeWolf served on the Reedy Creek's Board of Supervisors all but two years. He served as the president of that board, Vicki. That's awesome. Some history has passed. That's sad. It is very there's sad. A, there's a lot of people because, you know, we had the one that the last original Disneyland person. Wasn't he, uh, didn't he take in tickets? He worked yeah, in turnstiles? Yeah, he was a then he was Jungle Cruise guy, a Jungle Bunny, they called him. And um, he made it all the way to Florida and helped open up Disney World. So, Good stories, cool. man. Really cool. This next story is pretty funny to me because I don't know, Nick, if you watch the Food Channel too much, but our family likes to watch the food competitions and stuff like this and those shows. I'm a, I'm a dork. I, Colin has me into YouTube, so I pretty much pretty much watch YouTube for everything. So Disney Springs is getting a new restaurant called The Chicken Guy. I saw this. Did you see this? So Guy Fieri uh, and Robert Earl 
So if you don't know, Guy Fieri is the one that does diners, drives, diners. What is it? Diners, dives, and drive-in. He has some show. I ate at his restaurant there in Vegas one time. Yeah. Well, he goes around and visits places all over the United States that people have recommended him, even into Canada, and he checks it out, and then he gets puts them on their show. And then Robert Earl is the guy that restaurant, I think it's called Restaurant Impossible, or it used to be anyway, and he would come in and save these restaurants that were starting to struggle. Okay. So they've gotten together, Planet Hollywood had asked them to collaborate to make a new burger and sandwich menu, and they had such fun doing it, they decided to kick it up a notch, and now they're going to have this chicken place. Now, I thought that was interesting. It sounds a lot like if you have Raising Canes in your area. It sounds similar to our Raising Canes. It's just uh, chicken fingers. I was trying to see to skim it. It says it has a whimsical design that will delight the guests as they place their orders. Innovative packaging that will make carrying out their food fun and easy. Now, I'm not sure how package can make your food fun and easy, but that's what they're saying. Uh, it'll feature one-of-a-kind, all-natural, fresh chicken tenders. And I know that is one thing that Robert Earl is big about. He wants the organic. He wants the real. He doesn't want the, you know what I'm saying? And he doesn't no, the preservatives at all. Like he, the water injected, you know, make them bigger. And, and both of these guys are well built. Like they're they work out. So I can see that it would be like that. So you're saying they're hot? No, I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. I wouldn't take them. Anyways, hand pounded. You're safe, Brad. <laughs> the secrets are safe with me, though, Vicky. They're hand pounded to maximum crunchy, and they're paired with a wide selection of delicious sausage. They brine it. I think Robert Earl is famous for this because he like he brines everything on his show. He's famous for a sausage. No, his sauces. He oh, like- <laughs> sauces. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He might know how to cook sausage too, Nick. I don't know, but he he's brining this chicken in lemon juice, pickle brine, buttermilk, and herbs to that deliver. Sounds amazing. To, well, all I know is he saved a lot of restaurants, and every time he's there, he's like, "What you do is you take a good brine." He's always got a brine for something, so I think that's funny. The menu features tenders, grilled or fried, which is good. I'm surprised they're fried because he's a big health guy. And it says you can get it in a skewer, in a medium-sized bowl, or an array of sauces to enjoy the chicken as well. Uh, with Guy Fieri fries or mac and cheese. Mmm, that sounds good. Fried pickles and fresh slaw. That does not sound healthy at all for what they are. You, they said that you should try their Big Bite sandwich, which is... He's catering to his audience. I'm That's just right. saying. Which is chicken with crispy smoked bacon, lettuce, avocado, tomato, and buttermilk ranch dressing. It just said to be checking it out. It'll open in August of this uh, this year. I got to check that out in October. I know. I wonder it sounds if you can pick really... up a t-shirt. That's got to be fun. A, a chicken t-shirt. Oh, yeah. That would really be cool. Right. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Oh, they're also going to have ice cream, just so you know, and cinnamon. Apple ice cream topped with your choice of cinnamon toast crunch or Apple Jacks cereal Ooh, what for would dessert. You, what would you get? I think I'd get Apple Jacks. I like cinnamon toast crunch, but Apple is my favorite of those. I would have to try both. But anyway, so it sounds like a really cool restaurant, and I like I like watching those two guys. They're pretty hilarious. So I hope this restaurant works out for them. Hey, Brad, can we get some Star Wars music uh, kind of bleed in here right now? So filming is set to begin soon on the next Star Wars episode in the Star Wars saga at Pinewood Studios in London. J.J. Abrams will direct the next episode, and we have some returning casts like Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, but none other like Billy D. Williams. And you all know I'm talking about Lando Calrissian. He's going to be back for the next film. Even I know who that is. You do? Lando Calrissian. Good for you, that little scoundrel, right? <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to learn more for you, Nick. I'm so just not the big star. Other person. actors will be making their appearance back. Mark Hamill, who just died in the last one. 
as Luke Skywalker. He's coming back. He's going to be From back. From the dead. Anthony Daniels. Uh, let's see here. We also have Carrie Fisher is going to make a return. They have some uh, scenes that they were going to use for The Force Awakens. Okay. That they're going to implement in the next film. Surely they're going to have to have her character die off in this film. I don't know how much more they're going to have of her. And Disney has already said it's too expensive to CGI her into the films. Yes. So she's going to make a an appearance back in the next film as well. According to Abrams, we desperately loved Carrie Fisher. Finding a truly satisfying c- conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character. So there you go. With the support and blessing from her daughter, we have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in the next episode by using unseen footage we shot together in episode 7. Yes. Filming begins August 1st, 2018. Uh, it's going to hit theaters December of 2019. While we're in movie mode, I thought I'd move on to my next piece of news that talks about a movie. And that is that Ashley Jensen has reportedly been cast for the Lady in the Tramp Disney streaming service. And she will play within that movie. She's gonna. She was the first person cast in the film. And she's going to lend her voice to the Scottish terrier named Jackie. Jackie replaces the original person that played Jock. That was the loyal friend to Lady in the movie. And since I started researching earlier on in the week after we got done, with recording last week, they also have now placed or picked one of the guys. Justin Thoreau will lend his voice to the character of Tramp. So I thought that's pretty neat. I'm interested to see how this uh, streaming service is going to work and how much it's going to cost. I haven't seen anything about that, Nick, and I didn't know if you had. No, other than just what we've read, and I can't wait to see more on it. Moving on, I want to talk about Disney and 21st Century Fox uh, stockholders approve the acquisition. On July 27th, the Walt Disney Company, so let's see here, what's today's date? It is August the 1st. All right, it is August the 1st. Okay, so filming has already set to begun uh, with the Star Wars. So a few days ago, on the 27th, the Walt Disney Company and 21st Century Fox announced that their stockholders have approved of Disney's acquisition of 21st Century Fox. The two companies set a special meeting uh, that day in Manhattan, which reportedly only lasted 12 minutes. Whoa. It's yep. kind of like a meeting we know about, but I won't get into that. <laughs> the Walt Disney Company's acquisition of 21st uh, Century Fox cost the company... You ready for this? Drum roll, please, Brad. billion in cash and stock. CEO Bob Iger said, We're incredibly pleased that stockholders of both companies have agreed approval for us to move forward and are confident in our ability to create significant long-term value through this acquisition of Fox's premier assets. Now, this is what the executive chairman of 21st Century Fox, uh, Rupert Murdoch, had to say. We are grateful to our stockholders for approving this transaction. I want to thank all of our executives and colleagues for their uh, enormous contributions in building 21st Century Fox over the past decades. The Disney merger agreement is slightly complex. The agreement allows 21st Century Fox stockholders to receive $38 per share in their cash or shares of New Disney, which is a new holding company that will become the parent of both Disney and 21st Century Fox. Following following me here? All right, so 21st Century Fox to figure out the money in my head. stockholders taking the stock option will receive uh, consideration equal to $38 in value if the average Disney stock price at closing is between $93.53 and $114.32. So the acquisition has already been approved by the Justice Department, but the companies still are working on regulatory approvals from other governments uh, around the world. The sale is official. 
officially accepted to be the finalized by, uh, or to be finalized, excuse me, by sometime in 2019. Well, that's amazing. We knew this was going to come out to Disney's favor, I think, in the, in the end. We've been talking about it for so long. Well, Nick, I have some great news for our Cali friends, and that is that the Disneyland Resort has announced that the Pixar Play Parade at Disneyland Park and the Paint the Night Parade at Disney's California Adventure have been extended beyond the end of the Pixar Fest. The Pixar Fest is ending September the 4th, but they're going to keep having those. They're not surprised by this, though, or the Disneyland people are not surprised because they're still having those ongoing refurbishments of World of Color, which we had reported on. And Lee told us, you know, it it was still under refurbishment and he was there. So it was the only nighttime thing that they had at Disney California Adventure. So it only made sense that they would extend this parade. So very exciting. And the thing I thought was interesting was um, if you listened listeners to Nick, uh, excuse me, Lee's report, he said that they didn't have the Incredibles in the parade. But then I watched a video this weekend well, of a parade. They probably weren't there that day. I, I was like, how confusing. So something must have been up with the ride for that day and poor Lee didn't get to see it. So I'm sorry, Lee, but it is in the thing I watched a parade from this weekend. Well, we know if, it, you know, Disneyland, they do parades right. And Disney World, they have parades as well. And we both know, Vicky, that sometimes you just don't have certain floats in a parade. Right. Something well, may be down. Something may go wrong. Someone shows up late. Just that specific float or that scene doesn't make it for that day. And no one's none the wiser. Right. right? Unless you actually know what's supposed to come next. But if you were looking forward to it, that's what I feel bad about because we had been talking about it. Let's go over to my next story. And you know, I love a good uh, rant. Union members approve new contract with Disneyland Resort. So not really a rant, but just uh, some gossip, I guess. Some uh, consolation of all this mess that's been going on. Oh my gosh. It's been going on forever, Vicky. It was before you left for your vacation. But I just feel like this this whole thing with the union members has, has been building up since last year. Oh, and yeah. came, you know... At, at, sounds at, familiar, though, Nick. To a peak. What? <laughs> it sounds familiar. We're kind of living that. Oh, uh, we, we really are, aren't we? Yes. It's just a matter of time before before our teachers start revolting. Yes. Uh, like they have done in other states. Let's see here. After months of negotiation and protests, Disneyland Resort workers represented by several different unions. And I know as teachers, Vicki, we are represented by just two unions right. in the state. Uh, you could pick, you know, one or the other. But Disneyland, I found this fascinating since last year we started talking about this. There's so many different unions involved. That's crazy to think that they'd have to negotiate with. I, I wonder who has more pull than the other. Well, we know one has more pull than the other for us. So surely one is a bigger union than the so others. So part of the Master Services Council, how would you like to be part of that? Masters, <laughs> I would like Master to be a master. Services Council, have approved a new three-year contract. The deal affects 9,700 cast members in attractions, retail, uh, custodial, main entrance, costuming, whatever. It affects 9,700 cast members. Cast members voted Thursday inside the Main Street Opera House and resulted. the results of the vote were announced late Thursday evening. The contract will move the minimum starting wage for those cast members up to $15 per hour by January 2019. I'm just saying, it's about time. You're in California. Minimum wage needs to be minimum 15 or more out there. It is insane. Workers who are already at or above the $15 level will receive a 3% annual increase. Union officials say that the new contract also addresses their concerns regarding seniority, premium pay, and days off. You know, good for them. I am glad. Uh, Not that they're sticking it to Disney, but just like Walmart, how they can flex their muscles and treat their employees the way they want to treat them. I'm just glad that the unions have a say. 
and have oh, gotten yeah. some stuff done to take care of their employees at Disney World. Absolutely. Union's could be a double-edged sword. In this case, it's a good thing. I think it's long overdue there at Disneyland. Let's see here. Let's go down. Uh, president of the Disneyland Resort uh, said of the agreement, Disneyland Resort has long taken pride in providing an exceptional employee experience, and this agreement sets a new bar with minimum wages that are among the highest in the country. Well, everything's higher in California. I was just going to say this weekend, uh, one of the guys at my reunion was telling me that his daughter and, his, and her husband live in California. Their apartment is $2,500 a month. Highest in the country, yes. It needs to be, though. Uh, if you're going to charge $2,500 for an apartment, that's like three times my house payment. Our unprecedented offer shows our commitment and care for our cast members and is the largest increase in our history. Our cast members are at the heart of making guests' dreams come true, and this meaningful pay increase reflects the value roles they play at the resort. The contract will take effect immediately. That's awesome. I love how Disney always takes care of our service people. Yep. Yeah. And so this is just another way that they are showcasing our servicemen that fight for us like you, Nick, over and over and over. I know you're not currently out and about, but when you do go, I know you're always fighting for the freedom of us. There so, ha- yeah, there have been some times where I do leave for a while. You all, we just had somebody come back yesterday. Apparently, Mr. at Church, I wasn't there because of the reunion, but she came back from a six-month stint that she yeah. wasn't allowed to tell her and, family where she was. And, and this is what people don't get. You know, like, even though, so I'm in the National Guard right now. Right. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit here. At an active duty base. Not that that matters. I'm just saying I'm over at an, on an active duty installation. The Guard is utilized like crazy. And I'm right. assuming this was, she was even probably reserve a guard, right? She's reserved. But I'm glad that Disney takes care of our service members in general under the whole entire umbrella. Right. There are times where I gotta leave and I come back a week later or two weeks later or whatnot and I just go, you know? So guard, they're utilized quite a bit, more so now than right. ever before 9-11. I mean, 9-11 changed everyone's lives forever, including mine. Right. You know, um, there was a two-year stint. I wasn't even home. You right. Know? So, but for Disney, and I'm sorry to cut you off, I'm no, glad good. they honor service members. Service members do deserve it. I think, you know, right now it's a an annual extension. So every year they have to vote on it and agree to extend the discounts for service members. Right. But I think, I hope that that will continue. Yes. They started that in 2009, I believe. Oh, wow. Only when the recession happened. Oh, You know, okay. so if you think about that, Disney started offering discounts when the economy took a crap. Yeah, right. You know, so let's honor our service members. It's good publicity for Disney, but you should have been doing that all along. I hope this continues out forever and ever. It should, it should, it should not, it should extend. It shouldn't have an expiration date. No, I hope it doesn't either because I want on my rant. Do- I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's just like she was away from her family. And like you, she has a young son. He's in elementary school. Well, he's going to be going to middle school, but still young and changing daily. I mean, Colin's learning new things all the time. Same thing with Jace. And she just really, really missed him. And uh, she was able to talk to them by FaceTime once in a while, but not as much as you want. And so she's back kid. now. She's going to take her little kid out of Disney World, and right? she's safe. I hope so. That's what I was going to talk to her about. She does want to take a Good vacation. But her uh, husband is a sub in our district, so I don't oh. know. We'll have to check that so out. I so I cut you off. I apologize. Okay. What's your what's The your United States Navy Band is about to set out on a tour and had selected the community of Lake Buena Vista for one of its performances. So the band's going to have a concert at Disney Springs on the Marketplace stage on Friday, September 7th at 7 p.m. It's a free concert and they're in 
encouraging people to come out and support our sailors. They're not charging a price, but of course they will be taking a collection to help support our Navy band that's going to be touring the country, which I, of course, am going to want to support. They're going to visit nine cities in four states because uh, we are big music people as well as we want to support our service people. And those bands are no joke, Vic. No, they're awesome. They are. They're all down to like they're serious. I know. It's all My son biz- needs is to, all business. That's what he needs to get into because he loves his sex. So it much. is insane. You know, we had a guy at uh, Whiteman who I believe went up to the guard bureau up to D.C. to run the band up there, and it's like they really dedicate money, time after them they being the military, right. To run a band that travels around the world. Well, it makes people happy. And it, and if it's raising money to support you guys even more, that's even better, in my opinion. I, I feel like you guys don't get enough. It's kind of like, no offense, I want to beat a dead horse, people. But I don't feel like we recognize the people that we should. Like first responders, service sure people, teachers. You just... You really don't understand what they're doing unless you walk in their shoes. So I'm glad that Disney offers the military salute discounts for yes. all of our military members. And Disney, Disney, please get an, uh, tech, you know, get rid of that expiration date annually on the discount. It should go on forever and have no expiration date. Yeah, I agree. But uh, let's move on here. We have, were you finished? Yeah. Okay. Disney Dreamers Academy opens applications. Did you put one in? Uh, I can't. I wish I could. Walt Disney World's Disney Dreamers Academy is an annual all-expense-paid mentoring program that helps 100 select high school students kickstart their career goals and pursue their dreams. The upcoming Disney Dreamers Academy will take place from March 21st through the 24th, my birthday, 2019. Remember that, Vicky? I expect okay. something. And is bringing in Steve Harvey from uh, Essence Magazine. Disney Dreamers Academy has been providing students with hands-on career seminar sessions and workshops for over a decade. The mentoring program turns Walt Disney World into a classroom where students can explore their passions alongside celebrities, community, and industry leaders and Disney cast members. It goes on and on to say, you know, applications are due on October 31st, but it's time now these high school students can put in their applications. So Joey's too late. He graduated. He is too late. That is a bummer. Well, I'll have to tell the other Disney uh, high school students that I know about because they there are several out there. Yeah. So we need to put something out on our Facebook page and, and push that to the schools. Yeah. That'd be really, really neat to have that on your resume. I mean, how cool would that be? Oh, it is. Yeah, not to mention if that doesn't work out for them, at least maybe they can do the college program, which is also a good way to get us started, our foot in the door. You know, there are adults that go through the college program. I know this. Take a couple of classes at the junior college and then apply for it. And sign on up. Right. I'm going to take my summer over at Disney, honey. See you later. There we go. They don't really offer the summer, though. I noticed that. It's mostly... Oh, yeah. Sure they do. do oh, they? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're we, going we to move to Florida. Buddy, uh, what Here was his name? His name was Justin. Remember the year that I went down? I was in Hollywood Studios, and this guy recognized my voice, and I had my shirt on. He's like, oh, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. you're Nick from... Moscapades. Well, and it was yeah. a cast member. Remember when he gave Colin or Darth Vader oh, a lightsaber? Yeah. Okay. With that yeah. extra magic? He was only there for... I think he went to... I don't know if it was Iowa. Is he a Hawkeye? Is the, are they the Hawkeyes? I think so. Something anyway, like that. Anyway, or Cornhusk. I don't know. It was somewhere up there, up north. The Huskers. But that's Nebraska. Right. Nebraska. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, yeah, either <laughs> Iowa or Nebraska. One of those. But he only did a summer. He had a summer internship, and his actually ended right after our trip. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, they do summer cool. packages. We need to do that. We, we so do. You want to sign up for a class? That would be so fun. Leave our significant others. <laughs> 
We're going on a summer vacation. Yeah, they won't like that so much. So Disney's eliminating plastic straws, among other environmental initiatives. Did you see this this week? I did, but here's the thing. Uh, You tell the story, and then I'll put in my opinion. So it announced that they'll be eliminating the plastic straws as one of their initiatives. Single-use plastic straws and plastic stirrers will be gone from the parks by mid-2019. They probably have a backstock, so they have to get rid of the ones they do have, I guess. They're also transitioning, which you already know, because we talked about this after you got back from your trip. Uh, in-room amenities, they're making the refillable soaps and shampoos. They're reducing plastic shopping bags in the parks and cruise ships by offering guests the option to purchase reusable bags at the normal price, which uh, I don't even want to touch on that because that makes me angry. Really? So you- well, tell us at the end. Okay. Eliminate polystyrene cups across the business, so no more, uh, I guess, no more foam cups because that's they're made with polystyrene. That's interesting. They're going to eliminate the use of 175 million straws and 10 million stirrers annually. So we, we'll use plastic cups, but not plastic straws. Ooh, good point. We're going to reduce the plastic in the guest rooms by 80%. And so Bob Chapik, I think that's how you say his name, chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Consumer Products says... Eliminating these plastic straws and other... I'm going to use his voice. Eliminating plastic straws and other plastic items are meaningful steps in our long-standing commitment to environmental stewardship. These new global efforts help reduce our environmental footprint and advance our long-term sustainable goals. They apparently have some project that they've been in partnership with Peru in the South Pacific. By us doing this, it will eventually help all the way to there because they say that all those products get put in the ocean and eventually end up in Peru. Oh my gosh, like, so have you seen on YouTube oh, yeah. piles of trash? Yes, yes. It's like the state of Texas. But I wonder how much it really is Disney. The, the, <laughs> right. I, You know, so I saw all of that in effect while I was out there. Okay. Except for the bags. Okay. So they Disney's been doing paper straws forever. I I can't remember the last time I actually had a plastic straw with Disney, to be honest with you. we I was just saying, and I heard this on a radio blog the other day, was... And paper cups. They have paper cups, paper straws. I think the only thing that's plastic is the lid. Yeah. The paper straws don't last. They need to find something that's more durable. Because sometimes yeah, before you're done with they, your drink, your straws is breaking down. It feels weird. It feels... <laughs> um, How do I say this? I, I, I don't know. It feels like the fuzz is coming off of the straw. Every time you, you know, it feels talking, like the Tootsie Roll stick when you get to the bottom of the Tootsie Roll box. Yes, that's exactly what it, yes. what it, what it feels like. Uh, but it doesn't bother me. And even the stirrers, they were, they've always been wooden. I can't remember a time when they were plastic. I'm think, I'm thinking of like the tea I had at Jeffrey's and at Starbucks um, through the years. I usually I go to Jeffrey's, right. I go to the Starbucks, but it, they've been wooden stirrers, little tiny pieces of. So I'm wondering you know, what Starbucks is going to do because they're within the parks and all their stirrers. Is are it all plastic? So that's yeah, probably why I don't ones. see it. That's probably why I don't see it. Yeah, the green ones that they put in the cup so that you don't spill your coffee when you're walking. And with they it. have, don't they have? Do they have recyclable cans around the parks? I really haven't paid too close of attention. Oh yeah, they have cans where you can put recyclables. Okay, is that what you're asking? Yes. Right. So is it too much to ask? See, I recycle all the time. Right. Uh, at our house, you know, in our county, you have to. It's like an ordinance. You, right. You, you, you are billed by unless the city. They, unless they don't pick it up like they do in my neighborhood. You are, really? I separate yeah. it all out and then they dump it in the trash can like the custodians. So you are required to fill this bin up. That's just a recyclable bin of, and it tells you what you can put in there and what you, what you cannot put in there. So to me, it's just second nature, you know. 
Right. Uh, I mean, if they had a recyclable bin next to a trash can, I think if I saw it, my I would instinctively just put my stuff in there if it was recyclable, you know, versus the trash. That's just me. Maybe they need to do something like that. I think they have more trash cans than they do recyclable, but there are, I have seen recyclable areas within Disney. You have. Okay. I can't remember. I'll be honest. So I know they're for sure by that popcorn place when you're leaving on Main Street, you know, when they catch you with the popcorn getting on the way out. Okay. There's definitely. It's right next to the trash can. Yes. Okay. But they're not by every trash can. I think that that could help too if they would do some of that. Again, you're still going to have people that are just rude. I it, it doesn't bother me to be honest with you. These right. uh, changes, the changes, even the bags. Now you're going to get into the bag argument, right? You said you had something about the bags. Now that doesn't bother me either because well, the, now I just have a cool collectible bag, right? Yeah, but and, but I collect the old. But I still have like five or six plastic bags right now from our last trip. Oh, you have one right there. Yeah. Okay, a collectible bag. Is that? Did you get that in the parks? Um, Tim did. Okay, so Tim got that in the park. Right. Okay. It it doesn't bother me. Like, Aaron's like, throw these plastic bags away. I'm like, no, these are cool. Oh, we reuse those. So no, do I. We reuse them, but that's not what I'm saying. You don't get a bag, people, but here, you can purchase one. What if they didn't, you know, what if they don't have the money to purchase? Do you know what I'm saying? Are you kidding me, Vicky? They're at Disney World where everything's expensive already. If they can't afford a bag, then they can't afford There the are trip. a lot of people at Disney that shouldn't be there that just charge and charge and charge. <sighs> I know what you're saying, but... What if they don't have something to carry it in? Because, like, you don't carry a backpack. I carry a backpack. I do when I'm with the family. I don't when I'm by myself. I will carry nothing. So that means you can buy nothing when you're in No, you have you a, have you to have buy a send to your resort. This is true. Everything I bu- purchase, I don't have it bagged up or nothing. I just say, hey. Send you always to- do that? Always when I'm when I'm by myself. When I'm with Colin, he wants, you know, kids want to hold their stuff, you know. Right. So he'll pick it up and carry it. But he has to carry it the whole time. Uh, Daddy tells him, I am not carrying this stuff. So you need to hook him up with the backpack, because he's old enough now. He's he's a big second grader. You hook a backpack on his back, and you're good to go. Because I hate carrying stuff at the park. I hate carrying my own phone at the park. I just want to be, yeah, I want to be attachment-free. Well, I do, but I want to be attachment-free. I don't want to have to carry anything. This is true. Anyway, all right. So what what is your, did you already talk about your bag thing? Then I just said. You said you're upset about it. I just said, what if somebody doesn't have something to carry? Oh, so I can always throw mine in my backpack, but some people don't care. I literally, like you, don't want to carry around something. So, you know. I'll probably purchase a bag. They could go like to bra- something and put it in a bag and tell them to ship it to my resort, you know, with my bag that I just bought. Yeah. Because I'm going to probably want to go, I'll probably will want to buy one, a reusable bag. And you know the thing that I didn't ask you while you were there, and I, I sorry, uh, listeners, but this is does have to do with Disney. When you were there this time, did you see the deals? You, if you spend so much money, you can buy this for this cheap price. Did you look for that this time? Because you were so upset at Christmas because you never knew about it. Well, Colin, we told him from the very beginning, you're going to get like one, maybe two items, and that's it. You get to choose when you want to purchase, right. where you want to purchase. And in the back of my mind, I really didn't care how much it was, right? I'm, well, unless it was something that was like 100 bucks. But I'm like, that is your only gift the entire trip. I went a Disney suitcase. We then. don't. I can remember when Colin was like three and he wanted everything. Right. And we were blessed and had the means to, to buy lots of stuff. Right. So we let him pick out pretty much what he wanted. I had no idea I wasn't going to keep going as much as I <laughs> have been. But even with him, we're not really big souvenir buyers. So, like, we don't get a lot of stuff. Um, Colin gets one or two items, maybe. I only got one item this past trip because Aaron was like, hey, pick out a Father's Day gift. Oh, there you go. And so I picked out a frame that we could put a family picture in, right? I mean... You didn't get a new shirt? Uh, no. This I ordered this uh, on 
He's got a Gaston. He's got a Gaston uh, shirt on. Everybody, what does yeah. it say? Uh, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for people that don't, don't know, know me. me. I'm gonna wear it the first day at school here. That but is hilarious. Shall I wear it on Parents' Conference night? No, we have to wear <laughs> our Wild About Learning shirt. Nah, I don't have one of those. So anyway, uh, we're not really big on buying stuff, and so we don't we don't carry much around. Well, that's good to know. All right, I have disciplined him well. <laughs> do you? Yeah. You? D- I mean, I do think he he realizes that the trip is his present, which is good that he was able to get to yeah, that point. Thank goodness, God, yeah, that's my right. prayer, right? Uh, let's see. Oh, VIP pass holders. Okay. I don't know if you, you saw this, and maybe our listeners did as well. The Walt Disney World Resort introduces VIP Passholder Nights. This is awesome. I am glad, Disney, when I first initially read this headline, because Disney, I was glad, because Disney needs to do more for their passholders. I think Disney passholders spend a lot of money. Some get a lot of use out of their passholders. Some travel and maybe only go down there two or three times throughout the year, or maybe three or four. But I've always said Disney passholders deserve more than just their 30% off on their rooms and uh, what is the percentage 20 or 30 off merchandise or maybe it's 10 it's uh, only 10 it's only 10 off I think it should be more I, I think it should be like 30 I think it percent should be off at least 20 merchandise but when I read this article I'm like good this is baby steps this is opening up the door for discounts just like DVC members I think they get ripped they need to have more discounts through the years Disney has taken away discounts off of not discounts but amenities right from DVC members and I'm sure your friend Heidi can come on and talk about that on our show with all the things that they used to be able to do right. that Disney's taken away that I don't think is right you know or fair because you're really paying into some real estate there when you're doing DVC right you're right. really paying the bucks but pass holders and I've often thought about the last couple of years getting a pass uh, or getting a, a an annual pass because I have gone enough to for it to break even that's the reason why I don't get it now is because I pretty much break even if I buy the military park hopper passes right, exactly. versus the VIP or versus the annual pass. Now, if Disney d- does away with the military passes, I will buy an annual pass. Okay, enough with that. They're going to offer events for annual pass holders, and these events will take place on the following dates, okay? And these are extra hours for pass holders, for the VIP pass holders, which is great. I think they need to offer this, though, to all pass holders, not just VIP pass holders. If you're just a pass holder, I think you should have benefits to where the park is open just for you during these hours, right? And so here we have August 5th, just a couple more days, at the Magic Kingdom, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Extend that to 2 o'clock for them, right? For pass holders. September 6th at Epcot from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's good. That's awesome because Epcot does not stay open very late. Exactly. And it's kind of less traveled there at night. After the the show, people are gone. October 25th at Epcot also from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. as well. I I think Disney needs to do more of this stuff. I've often thought, you know, the extra magic hours have extra magic hours just for annual pass holders. Exactly. So beginning in August, the gold, platinum, and the platinum plus, okay, and premier annual pass holders can look forward to new opportunities at Walt Disney theme parks. Which is awesome. So, Reedy Creek approved a $2 million budget for the World Showcase Lagoon Project. On Wednesday, the Reedy Creek Improvement District voted to approve a budget of nearly $2 million for electrical upgrades to the World Showcase Lagoon. Now, here's where the rumor kicks in. Because of this, people are speculating that these upgrades mean that the show that's been there for 20 years, Illuminations, is probably going to change with all of the $2 million. So they broke it down so you can know where all the money is actually going to. $1.8 million of the $2 million is going to electrical upgrades. $325,000 is to purchase materials including transformers and switches. 
Additionally, another $220,000 will be set aside for engineering, construction, inspection, and survey work. So we don't know if it's true, people. It's a rumor. Yes, we all know that when Nick and I are reporting about something that they've, they have uh, gotten approval on something that it usually means something's going to change. That's, you know, we saw that with the, what are those called? The- 90% of the time when they, when you're striving for approval and they get it, you know, something's going to happen in the future. Right. There are some times though, where you see some patents come across approvals for uh, whatever it may be within the city in Reedy Creek, that things don't come to fruition, but uh, most of the time they do. $2 million, Nick, I'm thinking something big is going to happen. That's a oh, lot. That's of- change. That's, that's change for Disney. That's not that's, change for oh, me. That's change. That, uh, I wish I had $2 million. I wouldn't worry about my kids in their college. <laughs> All right. So we were talked about James Gunn last week and how he was canned from yes, directing yes. the next Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. There's a petition out there asking Disney to rehire James Gunn. It's reached over 175 signatures already. So many, uh, many supporters and actors have publicized their thoughts on this matter, including sharing an online petition. And trying to bring Gunn back. I think Disney should. You know, we talked about last week on the show, Vicky, where, you know, another Disney employee or under the Disney umbrella, Whippy Goldberg, went off on a Fox News employee, right? And used the F-bomb at her countless times, spit in her face, went off on her, acted like a baby on The View on the show by ripping her cards at her desk in front of everyone while the cameras were rolling. Yeah. Got so frustrated at this person why well, was stating frustrated. for stating facts right 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 Whoopi was just throwing a temper tantrum like a little tiny baby as she often says trump does right she was doing the exact same thing rips her cards on air gets very frustrated after the cameras go off she follows this the guest of the show out the back and telling her to get the f out of here f you and f you and get the f out and spits on her Right? And so Disney keeps her. I just James Gunn said some things that I totally disagree with. Well, I should type some things out right. on a tweet eons ago, years ago, right? It was really, really sick humor, and I'm not going to get into it. It's things I would never say or type up and tweet out. But this was years ago before he fell under the Disney umbrella. Whoopi is under the Disney umbrella, but yet they keep her. And she's going to do the candlelight processional. It makes no sense. I, and I said this last week. I must say it again. Disney is showing their true colors. I I really think if they're not going to do anything else, they should at least remove her from something that's sacred, like the candlelight processional. Exactly. And ex- with that's so a much very poor representation. Right. And so Disney, you talk about your mentorship program with all the applications that are out right now. Do you really, you really feel Whoopi Goldberg is a good mentor? Because that's what you're doing. You're allowing this person to continue doing what she's doing, right? And be that person that's in the spotlight. Well, kids are going to look up to her. Yes, I know. know. And this is part of the problem, Nick, honestly, that we have in our school system because kids are seeing people get by with this and that's why they're doing it. You are a perfect example of that. Last year, your class was horrible to you and you didn't really have the support that you needed. That's what I feel like with this. We need Disney saying, this is not right. You are a representation right. of us. Right. And they could have. We don't know. Dis- you know, some The View or whoever produces The View and is in charge of all that could have took taken Whoopi to the side and said, hey, look, you can't do this anymore. Right. But in a day and age where everyone gets fired for the smallest thing, you know, this is like going way overboard, you know, totally out of line, out of character. I think some repercussion needs to happen to Whoopi if Disney is going to go ahead and get rid of someone who sent out some tweets years ago right. before he fell under Disney and not bring him back when everybody wants him back. Right. You know? So, I don't know. 
that's my last rant. That's my last opinion on that story. That's your last I've got nothing after this. What do you got left? Oh, I got some stuff. So, what is holding up the Disneyland Resort Hotel expansion? This is a long one, Nick, but I thought it it was warranted, especially since I feel like we really need... I'm trying to give more love to our Cali friends because sometimes we get on our Disney World because that feels like our home to us. So, guests arriving at the Disneyland Resort during the summer of 2018 have seen an uncharacteristic amount of construction work during the resort's busiest season. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has been ongoing and appears to be on schedule. However, the Mickey and Friends parking expansion is the largest and most visible project. Inside Disney's California Adventure, work on the elements of Pixar Pier continued despite the fact that it's already opened. Work on the World of Color barges is also on display. So, uh, to me... What it sounds like is they're seeing as much uh, construction as we were within the Hollywood Studios uh, park. So I think that that's part of the problem. One of the projects that seems to have completely stalled, however, is the announced fourth hotel that will join the resort. With the early summer closure of Rainforest Cafe, the ESPN Zone, and the AMC Theaters, a group of smaller venues, the west end of downtown Disney is now a ghost town. And the closure of one of the security gates was announced, but inexplicably, the gates, one that serves the parking lot and the other serving the hotels, is still remaining open. According to the security cast members, a move to a new location was imminent. Since the entire area was scheduled for demolition and site preparation, a new security location was to have to be established between the east end of the AMC Theater and building and the Lego store. So they just keep seeing all of this construction stuff going on, but nothing really coming from it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, there's no fruition. They're not seeing this. So people are asking and no one seems to have the answer to what is to the question. Why is it stalled? They're just noticing that it's stalled. Now they're seeing that they're using a way to get people into the AMC theater, but nobody's saying, are we not going to build this? Are we are going to build this? Did they run out of money? Which we know they didn't. You know what I'm saying? So this will be interesting to see what happens and when the hotel finally does get built. It says it now seems that downtown Disney's shuttered West End is going to be hosting food trucks so that they can keep their people coming because their attendance is down, obviously, at downtown Disney, at least on the West End, because they've got all this stuff shut off to put this new hotel, but it's just not being built or they're not seeing any progress. So I'm sorry, Cali friends. They don't have a real reason. Uh, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of rumor, but so I didn't hear anything on this. I didn't hear that construction has stalled. Yeah, they're they're confused. We're gonna have to reach out to um, Ethan, Ethan out out there, and because he's out there all the time on the weekends, and have him take some pictures or something, or just reach out and ask him some questions. Right. It makes me think that they ran into something in the building part because a lot of times when things stall they didn't seem to be able to find this out or the person who did the article was not able to find it out and I didn't see any other articles that would give me more information than what yeah, they had yeah because I just went on trying to find online any article or anyone any blog or, or something uh, stating why they've or if they've seen construction stalling out there I can't find anything so, maybe uh, maybe Lee noticed something I, I don't know he might he uh, we have Andrew down there right now. We can reach out to him and talk to him. Of course, he's on vacation with his family. The last thing he wants to do is probably ask some questions yeah, don't about a hotel. But anyway, what don't else do got? that. zippity dee doo lock Splash Mountain is about to get a new sponsor. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. So apparently, zippity dee my oh my a new sponsor is heading the way. This is, guys, a funny pun. According to several sources, Magic Kingdom Splash Mountain is going to get a new ride sponsor in August. And it's going to be... Did you get the... the I got it, yeah. Ziploc. It's going to be Ziploc. That's nice. 
And so the official ride sponsor of Magic Kingdom slash Mountain will be Ziploc. And the guests will reportedly be offered Ziploc bags to store their electronics and smart devices as they ride the ride to keep them safe. Have a zippity-doo Ziploc day. There you go. So the plastic bags will prevent the devices from getting wet while they're plunging down into the attraction's iconic hill. You know what I could see people doing? Littering the water with Ziploc bags. I hope not. Oh, I hope not. You know? No, Just toss them out. Ziploc. You're right. That could be... That could go against everything that they're fighting for. Right. Are we even rid of plastic straws and stuff. Well, we'll have to oh, wait and see. Oh, good point. So... They're trying to reduce plastic, and their new sponsor for Splash Mountain is Ziploc. That's awesome irony. I love it. All right, move on. We they didn't expect jokes on that. They didn't expect us to figure that out. So Disney acquired a pitch for an African princess fairy tale called Sada, is what I'm thinking, because okay. there's an accent on it. According to the deadline, Disney has acquired this fairy tale about an African princess. Disney has reportedly, sorry, made this live action film. The story is an African princess fairy tale that's based on the original work of Ola Shokanabe and Lindsay Reed Palmer. That one I can read, this other one. Shokanabe and Palmer will co-write the screenplay and Rick Famayiwa is attached to the pro- to produce it. Oh my gosh, sorry. I'm, I'm laughing at myself trying to pronounce these names. Scott Falconer will serve as an executive producer while T. Tenda Nagindi and Zoe Kent will oversee the project for the studio. However, there has no director been named at this point. This will mark the first original Disney fairy tale led by a female African character. And it's unclear if this film will be developed for theatrical release or Disney's upcoming streaming service. They haven't told us this at this time. So I went on to YouTube just to see if there's anything up there. It looks okay. like there's a lot of songwriters or music by this What's it called? Sa- Sadi? I don't. I I don't want to murder it. I thought it was Sadi. Right. I don't Sidi. know. Sadi. I don't. Anyway, it's got a asterisk over the e. Let's go to Google. I can't find anything. So I'm wanting to see if there's any screenshots or any artwork, concept art that's been uploaded. This sounds very interesting to me. I can't find anything. I, I see performers, and that's it. I, I don't see anything else. I don't know. What else you got? So this is rumor, 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 rumor. I just want to make sure that's full known, although I was pretty excited about these rumors, so I hope they're right. Several movie reboot, reboots have been listed that there are a possibility that they are going to happen. And one of them is Princess Diaries 3. And it's been 20 years since the original Princess Diaries. And they said that Gary Marshall really was trying to get Princess Diaries 3. You're laughing at me, but I like that movie. Uh, Princess Diaries 3 before he passed away, but he did pass away sadly in 2016 and it didn't happen. So they're not saying it for sure will happen, but there's a good chance it will because it was in the works before he passed away. Also, Father of the Bride fans. They're talking about a third Father of the Bride. You know, uh, when we left off at Father of the Bride 2, the daughter had moved to Boston to become this architect. And so hopefully she uh, will come back. I don't know how many years later. Are they going to bring back Steve Martin? Yeah, that's what it says. Yes. So I love him. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. That Rick Moranis, there's a chance that he's going to come back. I guess he'll be a... Awesome. He'll be an older professor now, but maybe he's still blowing things up. That is cool. Uh, We do know, it says the parent trap is a possibility, but we already know that they are doing that because we reported on that a couple weeks ago. There is a Disney... uh, It's going to be a Disney movie that they have right on the Disney Channel that's another parent trap version, and we had already talked about that. This one, Nick. Drum roll, please, Brad. Bugs Life 2. 
Are you serious? Yes. I told Kaylee that last night. It says almost 20 years ago, these insects stole our hearts and they may now be getting a sequel. I'm pretty excited about it. They're going to take it from another's perspective. Um, maybe from the people's perspective looking down on, who knows, but... I was very excited about that. They're also talking about a hunchback of Notre Dame too. That was okay. I, I mean, it was not my favorite movie, so I, I would be okay with that one not coming back. They're talking about a National Treasure three with Nicolas Cage coming back and doing historic treasure. Okay, so it's saying live action musical. That's what you just said, right? Yes. Okay, that makes sense to me. I, it still isn't my cup of tea, but that makes sense to me. All right, sorry. That's okay. Uh, and it says Disney songwriter and composer Alan Minkin recently stated in regards to the sequel, possibly I can't say anything yet. I like, I love the National Treasures. So yeah. Nicolas Cage does a great job. I'm not a Nicolas Cage fan, I'll be honest. He does a great job though. I think he's the same person in every single film, you know? Do you really? Yeah, I don't think he's really diverse. But he did a great job in the I National Treasure. No, he was very different in Valley Girl. Okay. In the 80s. You have to go back and okay. watch that one. It's a very different character. This next one, though, really, the next two really have me excited. Haunted Mansion. Yes, Kelly. Guillermo del Toro huh, is rumored to be planning a reboot of the Haunted Mansion. It has been, he's been reworking it since 2010. I hope it's just a little darker, though. It was, it was the first one with Eddie Murphy. Thought it was cheesy. It was just a little bit. Just just a pinch. It's still fun, though. I, it's still fun, and I still watch it to this day. Just a pinch cheesy. If it's just a little bit darker, but keep the same flair, you'll be fine. It doesn't say who's going to be in it. It was a huge hit with Eddie Murphy, but I assume they'll try to find Don't somebody. bring Eddie Murphy back. I, I, My personal opinion, I don't want to see a comedian in the role. I want to see someone we don't know, so we don't have, you know... We oh, that's, that's so-and-so actor that played in these films. You know, I want someone we don't know. We, we need somebody that... Um, I know he's gone. Don Knotts, like, mm. it's going to be scared when he goes into the Haunted Mansion. You don't want somebody that, I don't know. I know what you're saying. Something fun, but scary. Yeah. Not cheesy. Yeah. So, and then the other one is Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Johnny I cannot Depp get enough of these. Are going to clap. There may be a sixth installment of the fantastically popular Pirates of the Caribbean on the horizon, which, of course, is going to help Disney because... Now they've rebooted the rides in both Disneyland and Disney World. It's just going to make it bigger. That is awesome. That ride's never going to die. Walt will be happy in his grave. He'll be dancing in his grave because he created such a masterpiece that is still living on years after he passed on. Well, drink up me hearties, yo-ho, Vixter. I think that's about it. So why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. August 1st, 1958, Disneyland sponsors Disney's Night at the Hollywood Bowl in California. The show's highlight is a thousand foot glide over the audience by Tiny Klein uh, as she's dressed as Tinkerbell for the very first time. And three years later, she appears nightly at Disneyland to do her part as Tinkerbell's magic flight. I guess I didn't realize that she didn't start at Disneyland and then do that. So uh, that was a pretty cool add in. Uh, we know that our, I don't know about you, Nick, but my family really enjoys when Tinkerbell comes flying out of the castle before the fireworks start. It's just, it's just added it Colin reminds, loves it it reminds you of the wonderful world of Disney to me yeah so August 2nd 1995 in Aspen Colorado 36 Disney executives gather for three days to brainstorm ideas for a second Anaheim based theme park to be built next to Disneyland and their result was Disney's California Adventure which originally they were supposed to have another uh, spaceship earth ball like an Epcot ball oh really there and it was supposed to be gold oh that would have been cool mm -hmm. that would have given it you know silver and gold now we need platinum somewhere right that was like kind 
kind of chiseled in stone, and in the last minute, they axed it. Oh, that's interesting. That's something I should dig deeper into, because I want to see about that. It's a fun story. August 3rd, 1933, the Mickey Mouse watch, I just put this in here because we see how prices jack up, was introduced at $325, and later they lowered the price to $295. I guess people thought in 1933 that was just an outrageous price, but to buy a watch for $295. 30 cents. A $0.30 discount. Yeah. Well, something about, I know my mom's selling her house right now, and something about if you make it the nine the nines and the fives make are the nine nine make people think they're getting a better deal. Well, people see that first digit. They don't see, you know right. They don't feel like they're they're spooning over into the next digit. So pretty honey. August fourth dollar amount I should say. Sorry. No, you're good. August fourth, nineteen forty one, a letter of agreement is signed between the Walt Disney Company and the National Film Board of Canada. The Walt Disney Studios will make movies for the government of Canada, such as a series of films for the War Savings Committee and an anti tank gun training film for the Canadian military titled Stop That Tank, which I thought was interesting because I didn't realize that until I was researching this week. August the 5th, 1967, Disneyland's attraction Adventure Through Inner Space opens on this day in Tomorrowland in the space that was once used for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea exhibit, which we know that's one of your favorite movies, Nick. Love it. The guests were transported through a microscope where they're shrunk down and sent off to explore the inside of an atom, featuring the voice of Paul Fries and the song Miracles from Molecules, written by the Sherman Brothers, of course. It is the first to use the Omnimover system called automobiles to transport their guests. On August the 6th, 2003, Disney's Freaky Friday starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan opened in the theaters and it was a remake of the original 1976 comedy, which was based off a 1972 novel. And if you've never seen either one of those movies, I would encourage you kind of to watch them back to back. It's fun to just to see the changes that they made and you can tell it's just because of the times. And my last one for this week is August 7th, 2004, Walt Disney Pictures, The Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement had its world premiere at the AMC downtown Disney Theater in California. Now settled in Genovia, Princess Mia, as we all know, faces a new revelation and she is being primed to an arranged marriage so that she can become the next queen. And as we all know in the story, she decides she can change that role because she is the new queen and she does not get married in that film. So hopefully, as in my earlier news, they will make a Princess 3 so we can see what's happened now that she's been ruling the country of Genovia. Well, listeners, thanks for listening. Be sure to listen to Friday's show as we speak with our friend Chrissy, a former cast member who just returned from a magical Disney trip lasting 15 days. If you're interested in being a guest, yes, you, being a guest on our show, or you have a question or a comment, simply text us 407 674 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to book your next trip and you want that free quote, you can go ahead and text us as well. Again, the number is the same. 407-674-0414 or you can contact us as an uh, email just for our travel side of the house travel at mousecapadespodcast.net as always thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the Mousecapades podcast remember to check out our friends at waltexpress.com for all things Disney well Vixter I think it is about that time and peace and love have, have a, a magical, magical day, day my, my friends, friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.